dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Nick, we're getting back on schedule. Hey, we are. We just need our uh, editor to start getting shit online. Yeah, so he's kind of slacking. Yeah, he's been slacking a lot because he's been busy. Vacations and whatever else. Well, I just just got back again. Yeah. Because I went to San... No, I guess I can say because my family doesn't listen to this. I went to San Francisco. Yeah. To meet Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And it was better than I could have imagined. Oh my gosh, I didn't... It's funny because I didn't even realize he was Luke Skywalker. Like, I've known him from like other stuff yeah but like i like you said the name right and i was like i know him not as luke skywalker <laughs> dude i didn't even put two and two together that's amazing that, that's why i went because he's luke skywalker uh so on that quick note i was having a conversation with a friend of mine today because we're working on um something and i was like you know I, I have a challenge that i'm supposed to by the end of the year watch a full thing of uh star, star trek, trek yeah. and uh i was like dude i just i can't do it like I was like, he's like, just watch one of the movies, like the new. He's like, he just goes tell him, like, I, you know what? I gave a movie a shot, okay. and I was like, all right, I'm gonna see if I can sit down and watch a damn movie. The movies are really good. The new three one, yeah, the new three are really good. So that's what, I, like, but I'm I'm gonna do that instead yeah. of watching a full season. It's I hard know. to watch a full season when you've dragged your feet the entire year. Right. Well, <laughs> you don't have time anymore. dude. Well, not even just that. Like, I just I, I don't get into that stuff, yeah. man. Like. You know, the farthest I get is Gardens of the Galaxy, right? Like, because we were talking about Doctor Who, and I was like, ah, dude, it's not my thing, man. Doctor Who's not really my thing. Either. Right. Like, I just, I am not a sci-fi person, right? Like, I, I'm very much a realist, which is, like, weird, you know? Like, I, I don't get into that stuff, so. um, But I'm glad you had a good vacation, man. New, new. Yeah. Say, new. As always, guys, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. We love having you here. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um. So David's going to be surprising me with what I'm drinking. I am. So, but what are you drinking tonight, sir? Well, I'm going to say this first. Yeah. It's not every day you get called sexy by Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if he was joking or not. I have that for the rest of my life. You're going to put it on your grave. I, Dude, you, it's going to be like in quotes. If I had a grave, how do you, how, how do you say it? So <clears throat> I must have blinked in the picture. So they they were adamant, no touching. Yeah. So. Luke was leaning on everybody, or Mark was leaning on everybody, and yeah. you put your arm around it. He didn't care. He was hugging some people. And uh, so he leaned on me, and I put my arm around him, and we took the picture. And she goes, wait. He had complimented my shirt and stuff, which was great. And uh, she goes, oh, we got to take another one. And he looks at me and goes, it's because you're too sexy. Stop being so sexy so this lady can take your picture. I'm putting that in quotes on, like, on a headstone somewhere, like, on my plot of land in Scotland. Like, that'll be the 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 space, right? It's because you're too sexy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and then it's just going to say, like, it's say, like, Luke Skywalker or. I mean, you can put that. That's fine. It's Mark Hamill, right? Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. I say, like, I can, I can just put that in, like, in quotes. And it'll be like, he said this, right? It was, it was fantastic. Good. Did you buy me any dice? I did not find any dice. I honestly didn't shop. Huh. Good for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I really didn't. I did not shop at all. Oh. So, uh, speaking of money, yeah, I tried to take money out of the ATM at one point. Yeah, and it wouldn't let me. Oh, good. It's the best feeling in the world. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So I'm broke. I ain't that broke. <laughs> sure enough, Don Don looks at the account. She's, you, you have X number of dollars in here. I'm like, yeah, I know. She goes, 
what are you trying to take out? I'm like, 200 bucks. I said, shit, I tried to take out 60 at one point. <laughs> Anything. So they finally called me to verify I was who I was. I tried to do this at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning, which In of course is one here. California. Right. So the bank's closed. Yep. <clears throat> they finally called me on Sunday afternoon yeah. to verify I was who I was. But they didn't call me. They called the house. Great. I was not a happy guy. Yeah. I didn't have to have the money, but I wanted some breathing room. Right. So instead, I had no breathing room, so I really didn't shop, which, I mean, I saved money. Should have called your family. They would have bailed you. <laughs> oh, they probably would have been pissed that uh, they didn't know I was six hours away. Yeah. You know what? There are many of them that have gone to Chicago and never said a fucking word to me about it. Yeah. And it's like, all right, whatever. Right. I, you That's know, three hours. We're, away. we're not close. So it it is what it is. I just I think my dad would have been pissed off, and you know yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um. But yes, I have I have surprises for drinks. I'm excited because you don't know what you're getting. But again, donated by the eye candy. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. So this for you. I'm ooh, a Gaelic ale, our flagship. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a hard Baja blast. Warehouse yeast and something you like. Ooh, a passion fruit goes a goes up. This is amazing. And then I'm gonna have a blueberry cosmic crisp cider. Ah, so I'm dude, I'm really excited for tonight's topic, right? I am too. One, because you know, I mean, real estate is near and dear to my heart. Yes, it is. And two, because I love to fight with you about Dave Ramsey. I hate Dave Ramsey. Yeah, it's it, you know, it's great. And like, so I I think tonight's episode is gonna be fun. Mike, because of the sponsor, um, I decided not to fight with David off air. I'd rather fight on air. And so I waited and I told David, I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to give my opinions like this. And we're not, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to surprise. So do you want to give context on this or do you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. So the question was posed to Dave Ramsey. Yep. If you could take a one, if, one billion, billion dollar loan yeah. for over 10 years yep. with no interest, yep. would you do it? Mm-hmm. And his answer was, no, I don't want to be in debt. Nope. which i think is asinine and then the person said well if you invest it at the current rate of five percent that's 50 million dollars a year mm-hmm. per year for the mm-hmm. next 10 mm-hmm. years which is sure i mean right on average yes but like the next year it'll be 51 or 55 million whatever the heck it would yeah be. yeah because it's, it's growing because the extra interest right compound interest is what america's correct. best friend is um and you say no correct why so my answer is one it would go against everything <laughs> dave ramsey stands for okay going into debt so being an idiot sure no he he is not dave ramsey is not us okay he is not trying to get people every bit of wealth every bit of penny he's trying to get them wealthy eventually right so the problem the average dave ramsey listener okay let's call it i don't even know what the statistic is but let we know about the top 10 percent in america right they own 90 percent of the wealth the bottom 90 percent own 10 percent of the wealth so Dave Ramsey is talking to the 90%. And so I have to go with statistics, right? So statistically, David, if you got $1 billion, there's not a doubt in my mind you would invest, you wouldn't invest all of it, right? Like I can't tell you if somebody gave me a billion bucks, like I'm not going to go on a vacation for 10 bucks. Yeah. Statistically, I'm going to out earn it, but a billion dollars. Like that money's going to be due at some point, right? Most Americans would not invest that money, right? And so, yes, could you invest it and make the money? Yes. Will people do that? No, absolutely they won't, right? I could sit on that money for one year and not touch it. Yeah, but you could. I could. Okay, but the question wasn't, should the average person do this? It was him. It was, would he? 
Correct. And I get that, but like it would go against all of things that he's been teaching, right? Because then that would say, hey, you can go get a credit card for 0% interest and borrow against it because it's 0% interest for one year. Sure, we're talking, you know, money, but like still it teaches the debt aspect. So I understand why he answered the way he did. And to like this guy said, hey, he loses all credibility. No, he doesn't. In my opinion, he still has his credibility. He's just doubling down on like, hey, I don't care if it's the most amazing debt you could have in this whole, because honestly, nobody's just going to give you a fucking billion dollars. So I, and this is why I, hate I realize it. it's, it's hypothetical and it's not happening. And I absolutely hate hypotheticals. So like we talk about all the time. I can't stand fucking hypotheticals. <laughs> My life isn't a hypothetical life. It's this, is what's actually happening. So, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like saying, Hey, if somebody gave you a thousand bucks, would you take it? Oh no, I'd give it to the next person. Somebody's going to say that. Right. Now the truth is you fucking take it and you'd go do it. Right. But um, you know, I, that, that's how I look at things. So I'm not, I'm not mad at his answer because again, I'm speaking to 90% of people, right? Yes. I mean the top 10, right? I mean, they're, they don't need another billion plain and simple. They don't need, what are they going to do? All they're going to do is fucking invest it. Dave Ramsey, he, uh, I'd say a couple hundred million, I think probably I should look up his net worth. Um, but yeah, to me, that's that's why it bothers me, right? Like, well, my biggest thing on Ramsey is again, he's the wish.com version of financial responsibility. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, I don't think so. Oh, he totally is. Um, he's for he's for people that he's weight watchers, he's for people that can't, it's exactly have it. any type of self control or understanding around money, correct? But that's a normal average American. But that's not what normal average people should strive for. You shouldn't strive to be ignorant and stupid when it comes to money. But but, the, but you and I agree, like money is simple. I mean, given the opportunity, everybody, in my opinion, you should all live in one house. Everybody just invest their money and nobody ever fucking work, you know, kind of a thing, right? Like that would just create stupid wealth. You know, I mean, from the day you, to me, you know, and that, that'll get into my next topic, but like to me, if a person could be could work from the age of let's say 20 to 40 and, and never spend a dime they're going to let that money sit excuse me their parents are going to uh, support their stuff and oh excuse me um their parents are going to support them like they'll have enough money f- for the rest of their life at that mm-hmm. point right <clears throat> just let it compound but again be clear like every penny every penny but like nobody's ever going to do that right it's not realistic it's exactly it. like so let's go to realistic hey i mean we know that people overspend on houses that they shouldn't we know that people overspend on cars that they shouldn't people do things they shouldn't <laughs> so the average person should be taught the dumbest way like this is the dumbest way to do it, it it's it's a guaranteed way it 100 works and yes you'll you'll not get as much as you possibly could but it's a way that works, right? I think it's just a very short-sighted way that works. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I have, I have like hiccups and yeah. can't do this. So, um, but no, I mean, we're, we're in a different financial sense. I mean, honestly, like you, you've had bankruptcy. Uh-huh. And so like, you chose to dig in and take control of your finances. Okay. Most people don't do that. I mean, originally you didn't, right? I I, I was just having this conversation yeah. with Mike. And I said, you know, the, the problem is we have highly intelligent people that just don't understand money. They just don't. Mm-hmm. 
And that's not necessarily their fault because nobody's really taught this shit. It, dude, it's our biggest fight. And and I, I said to him in there, I said, you know, when you put Nick, me and you together, Nick is easily the dumbest one out of the three of us. Very, most and, uneducated. And that's not a knock on you. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Mike and I both graduated from college with honors. You went to college a little bit, but didn't really give a shit about learning because you were there to bowl. I have two one half years of college. Right. You were there to bowl. Yeah. Well, the second time, the first time was just to have insurance. Right. Like I, the only thing I remember from my first year of college, right. I did a public speaking class, which I excelled in like crazy. Mm -hmm. And my papers failed because I couldn't write for shit. Like my presentations scored very high. Um, you're a my, good talker. You're not a good writer. Very much. My math, my math class. I don't remember a thing. The only thing I remember from math class, right, is the teacher. I, and, and this could be wrong. But it was basically, he he wrote two plus two equals seven, right? And it was like whoa. And so somebody called it out, and they're like, "Hey, you're wrong." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And he's like, "Hey, I'm going through some stuff." And within a week, he retired in the middle of our class like i mean i'm a few weeks into this thing and i give the guy all credit like his wife ended up with cancer and he just wanted to and he was done yeah so like he wasn't focused on us right so like i was getting taught wrong it wasn't it was his fault but like dude go take care of your family go do the right yeah, thing you know, so like that's all i can tell you from my first time of college right in the stupid fights that were out in the courtyard mm -hmm. right um my second <laughs> one I could tell you, like, I did learn from the teachers, not from the books in right. any way. Like, the way they talked, it was just great. Davenport was a really good, like, they do hire great faculty there mm -hmm. that have life experience. And I loved, because the reason I'm in real estate is because my high school teacher, like, taught life experience. Like, he owned a jewelry shop, and he owned real estate, and he owned some things. And he's like, hey, this is kind of where, and dude, I didn't fucking learn a thing from the books and stuff like that. But, like, that's how I learned. I learned from <clears throat> stories of people. And, yeah. Um, but so that to me, I, and again, as you said, I was there to bowl. That's it, man. Like I just had to get enough, you know, to me, these, these get degrees, right? <laughs> like, well, and and, when we look at the three of us, you know, scholarly, Mike and I are way ahead of you. Oh God. But financially, we were years behind. Oh yes. Because we didn't know what to do with money because we weren't ever taught. Yeah. You know, I graduated high school and my mom handed me $18,000 and she said, do with this as you please. And I did what every 17 year old does. I spent the shit out of yeah. that. And, that, and that's the whole, that's my point with the, the billion dollars. I mean, technically you had an interest-free gift yep. for 18,000. Yep. Great. It's not a billion, but you didn't do shit with it. No. Like, and that's what the average American would do. See, and, but the question wasn't, what will the average American do? It would be him. Yes. What would Dave Ramsey do? And I think it's disingenuous for him to go, yeah, I wouldn't take it. Cause I think honestly, he would fucking take it well, because he knows what he's doing with it. You and I both know, given the opportunity to invest somebody else's billion dollars. Yeah, of course. Like he, and he'd be like, Hey, I'll just, you know, I'll take my, just be fucking honest about right. it. Just say, listen, I would not recommend that anybody does this because I don't think they have the wherewithal to actually invest the money and let it grow and then just use the investment. Yes. I would not recommend that anybody does this, but I am financially responsible. Yeah, I would do this because yeah. I know what I'm doing. But in my other problems uh -huh. is like right, saying it out loud now, like, I don't know. Okay. So what's on the line? If I don't pay it back, what do I lose? I mean, my life. I mean, I don't think they're going to kill you or anything. It's a billion fucking dollars. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. Because okay. again, it's a hypothetical. Right. So if we go to, if you're putting a billion dollars and I get 5% guaranteed, nothing in this world to me is a guarantee. But if my life is on the line, I'm not taking the billion dollars, even at a 0% interest, me personally, not fucking doing it. Right. But, but again, even if you get 2%, 
Yeah. If, but if my life's on the line, I'm not doing it. I totally am. Yeah. See, and that, and that's where the difference is, right? <laughs> I all of my investments right now are riskier than they should be at 46 years of age. Oh God, yes. Because you're, you're playing catch up. I um, am. I I have 46. You got to yeah, take that. I do. All right. So Nick's going to talk to his snowball guy, and I'll just keep talking about I can't stand Ramsey. So again, when when I look at Ramsey, his debt relief program absolutely works. And I, I've said before, it's the wish.com version of, of finances. It's, you know, the Weight Watchers version of finances because it, it literally hamstrings you into, you have to do these things. Debt's bad. You can't take on any. You have to pay for everything with cash. Credit cards are awful. Don't use them. And yeah, to some people, those are absolutes, but they're not absolutes to everybody. And, and I hate dealing in absolutes. I use credit cards. Should I use credit cards? Hell yes, I should, because I get reward points on my credit cards and I make, you know, probably a thousand dollars a year just off of my rewards on my credit cards. That's money that's helping fund things that I want to do, like going to see Mark Hamill. If I don't get that money, I have less money every year to work with. So I look at those things and I say, yeah, Many people should never have a credit card because credit cards, they're not responsible enough to have. Yep. Me, on the other hand, I know what I'm doing. I pay my bill off in full every month. Yeah. I can handle a credit card. So I'm going to make that extra thousand by having it. And see, and, and me, <clears throat> I can't tell you that it's not that I'm not responsible. It's that I don't like the stress and anxiety of having to have another for you it's like seven fucking payments dude like for me i i can't do it like i hate the mortgages i have right like it's just it's so much right like it is not the it's it's the having to know that i'm going to 17 different places yeah. sure i can do it online but that's 17 different fucking websites i have to open up or do whatever and it's just a lot for me so it's funny to me how anxieties are different because we both have anxiety but mine's all social anxiety yeah and so, yours all revolves around money mostly like i have anxiety about money but my anxiety is i don't make enough i need more sure it's not also mine is as well I, mine is never about i have too many bills to juggle and i have to remember to pay them all yeah. because i have a spreadsheet that tells me when to pay them all don't worry, i have a spreadsheet as well but like you don't want to look at it as much as i look at mine which is constantly that's exactly it right like i dread having to go on because like then i'm like all right pay this person pay these seven pay this pay this pay and i put an x by it but it's just like dude it's a fucking taxing first of the month right like i'm just like oh my god and i just do it every day it's just part of my every day no and, and trust me getting into the routine is fine but like it is it is a frustration and you know my money's split into different things and so like if i never rob peter to pay paul but like i have one that's just a full fund i have this and that and but so so sometimes you have to move money around you right like i have to go i ahead. have this fund because it pays this much interest i have this fund because it pays this much interest i have this fund because it's set up to just pay my mortgages i have this fund because it's just a vacation fund i get it yeah like in right and in, in you're only allowed a certain amount into um fdic uh accounts, right and so it's like hey what do you do with it after that like there there becomes this you know hey i i yes i need some money here but like i want to earn the interest here right and so it's like i'm doing the best i can but like you know, this month. Okay. So I'm getting fucking bombarded. Right. I think we talked about it a little bit. Like I have an eviction. I have a tenant moving out. I have another tenant moving out. I have, 
Um, I just had a huge water leak and now they're repairing the wall. So like I have re- expenses going on. I'm flipping a house right now. That's costing me a shit ton. So it's like, Oh, where's that fucking? Okay. And people are like, Oh, why don't you just move fucking 50 grand over? Well, it's 50,000. I don't make my interest. Out. Well, you're just making it difficult. Yes. I understand that. But like, you want what you want. It, you know, I have control of what I do. And so like, if I have another one, it's like, Hey, that's another outlier that I don't need. Right. I mean, in theory, I do have a credit card. I have to like, I have a Lowe's accounts receivable, which they sent me a card, but I never, I fucking the cards at home somewhere stashed. I wouldn't be able to tell you where it is. It would take a long time to find. I don't even know if I could find it. I didn't put it in my safe. I know it's at home and I know I was like, Hey, I just don't want anybody to get it. So like it's somewhere, but it's not my safe. Cause I'm a dumbass. Right. but like, I know if I go to Lowe's, like I'm the only one on the account and they send me a bill every month. Right. And, um, so I do technically have a credit card, but I use the only reason I use the Lowe's account is for the David aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I get, you know, free shipping or $20 shipping. If I use that, if you go as a normal person, you're spending 80 bucks for delivery. I get 10% off of my purchase. Mm-hmm. I then get the deal room. Like I get so much savings for having opened it. It's the only reason I did So it's it. worth it. Very much. It was, um, you know, even I, though Dave Ramsey will tell you it's not. Oh dude. It, like, I mean, I've saved my home Depot. I don't have a home Depot gift card. Like you don't need to have a credit card with them. Like you just, there's, you just sign up for a pro account type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was $130,000 is what I've saved this year at Home Depot, right? Like it is astronomical. (laughs) So, um, you know, having that type of an account, having those things, yes, I do have it because otherwise I'm spending that much more, right? Right. Um, So, you know, I don't think, I don't know, man, I I understand what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. Like I agree upon that, but like, I really think it would, it would diminish what he's saying. Right. Cause like then somebody else would be like, Oh, because there's an asshole out there that thinks they're just as good as Dave Ramsey and goes, Oh, I could do this. But then they yeah, but that's go everywhere. Yeah. But then, then he's given the wrong advice. No, he's not giving you. He's failed that one person. He hasn't failed that one person. That one person's a fucking idiot, but he doesn't, he wants to make it idiot proof. Like that is what Dave Ramsey does. I want to make this idiot proof. He's an idiot too. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I made last year off of my credit cards. Bank of America paid me $227.73 to use their card. Mm-hmm. Capital One paid me $1,025 to use their card. Chase paid me $65.63 to use their card. Um, any others? Wells Fargo paid me $475 to use their card. Yeah. So, I mean, we're like 12 13 17 almost 1800 bucks yeah to use credit cards last year yeah and is that minus your fees i don't have fees you don't have like the 45 dollar every annual fee or whatever on no, the card none oh. of those have fees huh. i have one card with a fee it's my delta sky miles card yeah because i can send my luggage for free yep and i get a free companion ticket every year well, i've taken five trips on delta this year which 50 bucks Every time you you get a companion pass with that, yeah. Oh, I might have to get that. I've been looking. It's two hundred and fifty bucks for the year, and you get a free bag and a companion pass. And you don't get a free bag. You and whoever you're traveling with gets a free bag, so we can send two. Really? Yeah. So if I'm Don and I are going, yeah, she we can both send a bag. Yeah. Now we never do. Can I book two tickets on the companion pass and have the companion not show up and use two bags? Probably. For when you're bowling, I'm shipping my bowling balls for free, baby. <clears throat> Probably two hundred fifty bucks. I mean, hell, it's more. That's cheaper than me shipping them. Yeah, I don't see why that would be an issue. So, you know, I, I, yes, is he 
is he dumb for saying it? Is he dumb for not doing it? We both agree upon that. But what he's saying, I don't think is dumb, right? Like, And I get what you're saying. But at yeah. the same time, just don't be disingenuous. Because you and I both know he's doing it. Oh, 100%. Like, just be honest about it. You know, again, if my life's on the line, there's a whole different story. Now, if there's anything like, oh, hey, if you don't pay it all back um, at the 10-year mark. I mean, dude, I'm paying it back at year one, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, 50, like 50, fuck, I'll pay it back after the first month, see if I can borrow it again. See, and I'm not. What I'm doing is I'm sitting there going, all right, I know I should pay this off, but I'm going to let it ride. Because I do that now. Yeah. If, if I have a card that has 0% interest for X number of time, yep. I'll use that card. You know, to the ma I'll max it out. Let's say it's five thousand dollar limit. I'll max it out. Yep. And then I'll take twelve months to pay it. Yep. Because I have twelve months to pay it. No. And I will look at it every month and go, man, I got an extra thousand dollars. I should just pay it. And then I'll talk myself out of it because if I'm paying it now, it's costing me money. It's fucking hilarious that you do say that because I do the exact same thing. Yeah, I have. With, I with, have that talk with real estate. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, oh, I have an extra thousand bucks. I should put this on the mortgage now. No, no, I shouldn't. And so like, you know, I don't like, oh, I have low interest or whatever. I'm a high interest ones. Oh, I can't pay this one early because like, there's a million things in my head that it'd be hard to describe to the viewers because they'd have to look at my books and figure out things. Right. But, and there's relationships and stuff like that. We both do contract testing. I, yeah, I haven't done it in a while because they give you a visa gift card Yep, for anywhere from $20 to $50. Yep. What do you use yours on? Gas. You know what I use mine on? Paying bills. I pay a bill. Yeah. Whether it's, let's say we have a cruise booked, I, I'll put, you know, 25 bucks on the cruise yep. or I'll grab a medical bill and just put $25 on that medical bill yep. because the money I don't have to spend. And, you know, I went and ate something for 15 minutes and they gave me 25 bucks. See, and like, you know, I guess I want to be clear with the viewers and stuff and say, hey, look, if you're getting a credit card and you're doing 0% interest. Okay. So when you have it, get your payment that cause you have minimums on it, right? Still with 0% interest. Okay. So pay the minimum, but like, Figure out what, you know, if you have $5,000 max, just figure out 5,000 divided by the 12, right? And then put that amount away every single month and earn that interest on it. So now you've earned 5% more plus your rewards, right? right? And that's what you should be doing. And I think that's, you're not doing, you're not doing it. I mean, you are in a different interest account, but you should be doing it just in a strict, uh, like a chase, uh, not a chase, but a, a a credit union, right? Where it's 3% interest and you know, whatever it is on the amount of money. So you should be doing something like that. Well, um, I'm going to pull up some of my accounts here. Cause you know, I want to know what, what things have earned. Yeah. So let's look at, you know, some of my stocks, if it'll pull up here. Um, so over the last year, I'm at 7.22% okay. on this account. Over the last six months, I'm at 5.59. The last three months, I'm negative 0.28. And and let's, now, what kind of account is this? It's just stocks. Okay, so stocks. It's, okay. it's single stocks. Yep. Now, I can tell you, if I looked at this a month ago, my mm -hmm. one year was probably negative 4%. Okay. Because again, it's always rolling. So a month ago, I was down. But now it's a month later. And... It's changed because it's no longer the 1st of November that I'm running. It's the end of November that I'm running. And now I'm up 7%. Yeah. So are you always going to make 5%? No, you might be down year over year for a couple of years, but on average. But like a CD. Which you is could guaranteed. put it all in a CD. It's just guaranteed, right? You could put it all there and that'd be guaranteed 5% right now. 
And that would be the one thing I would tell everybody. If so, I wouldn't invest the way you invest with a billion dollars. No, I, I would never do I would that. Not just pick stocks and put it in. No, but like I'm, I wouldn't even put it in index funds. Like if I have to pay this back in any way, shape, or form, and I get to invest, like I'm not taking any risk. Strictly doing the guaranteed. Like I would even at worst case scenario. Like if my life was on the line, I mean, all of it would. I would have. Uh, uh, I can't even do the fucking math. Like however many accounts with two hundred fifty thousand in each account. And they would earn the basic 1% interest that things are getting right now. And I'd be fine getting $10 million a year, right? Like that's how I am as an investor, right? Well, let me ask you this. It's 2015 and interest rates 0.1%. No, 0.01. Yeah. 0.01, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're earning nothing. Yeah. What are you doing then? I had all my money into savings. Not all of it, but I mean, my my lump sums of money was all in savings. Earning almost nothing. Almost nothing. Yep. But I also have things set up where it's like hey we talk about it i have betterment i have um uh ira in 2015 i you know i was still working so like i had a 401k things like so like i was doing other investments but like my lump sum of actual cash that i could touch now sitting in a shit account tangent mm -hmm. i got a message today from a former guest yeah that i got a job at my business at, yeah at my company we had him on we did I asked when she's coming back on and she said, give her a couple months. Mm -hmm. She messages me and goes, "Can if I stopped contributing to my retirement account right now, could I pick it up in a couple of months? No. And I said, you could, but I have to ask, why do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, I have some big bills coming out and I don't want to let them sit there. So I figured if I stopped contributing for a couple of months then I could just pay them. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. You can do whatever you want to do. But every dollar you earn right now is worth $2 in 10 years. Yeah. Not earn, but put in. Yep. But in 40 years when she's 65. Yeah. 60. Yeah. I mean, 65, she's probably 25 now. It's worth 88. Yeah. Years, right? Yeah. Like this is, I don't care about 10 years. Like, well, and, and she's like, well, I'm only doing it for a couple of months. I'm like, you just need to be really careful. Yeah. No. And, and you're going to get used to that paycheck. So you're not doing it for a couple of months. Like you are, you the, say you're doing it for a couple of months. The nice thing is because of who it is, I will be on them mm -hmm. and they probably will only do it for a couple of months. But like, but no, it's not. We and had, honestly, we had Caitlin on. Yeah. And she asked you specifically, Money's tight right now. Should I stop contributing to my retirements? And you said, no, absolutely not. Yeah. It's the last thing I'm giving you, right? Life sucks right now. Mm -hmm. Figure out a way to get it through that because mm -hmm. the end of your life shouldn't suck, right? Like there should be a light at the end of the tunnel and you should guarantee uh, light, right? The, the light should get bigger the younger you are. Let's look at that for a minute. Mm -hmm. We're not guaranteed that end of the life thing. That's exactly it, it. It could be tomorrow. You were in the hospital this weekend. I was. I tried to die a couple of years ago. Yeah. I got a phone call today from oh, a near and dear friend to the show. Yeah. Oh, how is he? Steve is, Steve's hanging in there. Good. He's still got some heart issues going on, but he's hoping that they're getting him figured out. Yep. And he said to me specifically, listen, we were going to travel a lot once I retired. He goes, ask me where I've gone in the last two years. I said, you haven't gone anywhere. He goes, I have not. Yeah. He goes, but I travel a lot before this. Yep. He goes, so I'm going to tell you right now. Don't wait till you retire. Just travel as much as you can right now. But there's, okay. So like when I talk about this, it's not, okay. David, yes. you're currently making, let's make up a number, $60,000 a year. In that range. Okay. 
Social Security will only be paying you $20,000 a year. Okay. If I'm lucky. Right. If we're lucky, blah, blah, blah. But like, so all I'm saying is get to the point where you're always for the rest of your life making that $60,000 a year, right? I don't, if you want to live lavish and travel a heck of a lot, like you should be traveling right now. You should be living the modest, you know, like whatever. And take the risk that you're going to do more. But like, I'm not saying don't live your life right now, like at all, like make travel priority, make these things a priority, but don't go into debt for it. But like, don't, you know, don't have your life change when you retire. So your life should be the same if you want, like get, don't get lucky, get smart and make it a little better. Right. Like I'm not telling you to live off of 60,000 now and then a million dollars a fucking year later. No, I'm telling you to live off 60 now and we're dealing with inflation. Mm -hmm. You know what? 80,000 later. Right. Because that way it's, you know, like, Hey, give yourself that buffer of, Hey, things are going to go up and get, you're not going to have your mortgage payment and things like that. But like, really like live the same freaking life well, through I, your whole life. I'm going to tell you this right now because I, I am a realist. Yeah. I'm, you know, 46. Yeah. I've already had a near death experience. I'm morbidly obese, according to doctors. Yeah, we all are. I mean, you know, I have lost 25 pounds in the last couple of months. So, I mean, that's helpful. Yeah. But I don't expect to live into my seventies. I just don't. Sure. Cause but- I'm a realist. But even if you don't expect it, you don't have to expect it, but don't live for a number that you don't know. And I'm not. Yeah. My my point to this is I've always been the type of person that wants to make sure if I drop dead, mm-hmm. everybody's taken care of. Yeah. People have always asked me, if you win the lotto, will you stop working? No. Fuck no. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be money. Stupid. It would have to be stupid money. It would have to be like, you know, three, four hundred million dollars sure. for me to give a shit about stopping working. Because while I work, I get health care, even though it's not great. It's it's decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still spend a shit ton of money every year on it, but it's decent. They give me a retirement account that they contribute two percent to, Yep. which, it, again, it still it's, sucks. It's decent. It's not great, but it's decent. Mm-hmm. They pay me a decent amount of money. I work from home. Um, it's not like I set my own hours, but you know, like when I'm in coaching season, like what you're in right now, Mm -hmm. they know I'm probably going to be gone most days by two o'clock, which means I'm going to be on at six Mm -hmm. and they're perfectly fine with that. And if I need to get off at one 30 and I didn't get on until six and I had a seven and a half hour day instead of an eight hour day, they know I'm going to make that half an hour up tomorrow and I'm going to work six to two 30 and I'm going to, I'm going to make it work. Right. You're not robbing them. I'm not, I'm giving them everything I have. I'm just not, I'm not at the point anymore of I'm going to go above and beyond because they don't pay me to. Right. Well, but, and, and, you know, that's fine. Right. I, I think, I think you're wrong with the 300 million. Um, I think honestly more on the eh, 50, like, I think you would, you would probably look at it if you, if you took home 50. So if you won seven, you know, 80,000 or 800 or 80 million at 50, I think honestly you would change your mind because you would, you would come here and work, right. You, you wouldn't, your insurance your insurance would cost you, let's say even at a thousand bucks a month, you're not running broke. You're not doing anything. Like we would have an actual general conversation about it. Like I see, I could run you through that whole financial thing. I'm not sure I would quit. I might peel back to maybe midtime. Maybe I only do 30 hours a week instead of 40. Sure. But I really do enjoy what I do. No, I don't always enjoy some of the people I have to deal with because who does. Right. But I enjoy what I do and I'm really good at it. Yeah. And as long as I'm free to, you know, 
do what I do and I don't have a whole lot of people meddling. Yeah. I say, I think that's, I think, okay. So yes. Would you continue to work? Whatever. I think that moment when you had to do something that you didn't want to, that like, that would be the, the, that would be the thing. It'd be like, yeah, you know what? I just don't need this. Right. Like, so sure. Would you work? But like, you would be in so much more control. I I have said before, if Mm -hmm. I won a billion dollars in the lottery and and let's say it pays out 400,000, yeah, (laughs) a billion that pays 400,000, probably 400 million, (laughs) 400 million. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I I might be insufferable at work. Yeah. And I had a boss once tell me, well, if you're that way, we're going to fire you. And I said, that's your decision. Not mine. At 400 billion, million. If you tell me I need to come into the office, I'm going to be like, no, man, I don't. Yeah. Hard pass. I'm not coming. Yeah. Well, then we're going to fire you. All right. Well, that's your decision. No, it's not mine. So I, I'm on uh, CBS, mm-hmm. or sorry, CNBC, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, we were reading a little bit about America. And a little Americans. segue here, yeah. And, uh, you know, so 77% of Americans feel, or, you know, feel anxious about their financial situation. 58 feel that their financi- their finances control their life, right? So it means they have to go to their job, they have to... You know, they have to do everything to get there. Uh, 52% have difficulty controlling their money related worries, mm-hmm. right? Like that's above 50%, like more than average, right? Um, Americans are most worried about their financial future, which include not having enough money to retire, 68%, keeping up with the cost of living, 56%, and managing debt levels, 45%. And the financial stress, Oh, so and the impact financial stress has on Americans stretches into all aspects. Uh, they feel so 43% feel fatigued, uh, find it difficult to concentrate at work 42%, and have trouble sleeping 41%. Um, a quarter of respondents, which this surprised me, only 25% said that financial stress affects their relationships. I'm going to tell you right now, I think all of those numbers are low. I, I 77. I don't no, know. Okay. The highest numbers, maybe not. Yeah. But you hit 25% said what? That it, financial stress affects their relationships. And what was the one right before that? 41 have a, trouble sleeping. Bullshit. More than 41% have trouble sleeping because of financials. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you right now, combined Dawn and I make more money than most people I know. Yeah. I have trouble sleeping every fucking night because I don't have any money. Well, nothing wrong. Like I, I do very well. You do, and I fucking sleep like, like dude. I worry about what, pennies. What is the thing that keeps you up the most? Mm, currently, my own health. Uh, okay. Say, but like, yeah. I mean, right. If I on a, on an average year, yeah. it's it's finances, right? Like, um, what's my money doing? How like not what's it doing? Like, am I going to be broke tomorrow? Right? Like this December, I am the most stressed. I've ever been in my life, right? Yeah. Like it is it, it is, hey, fuck it. I'm selling the world, right? Like, you know, 43% find it difficult to concentrate at work. I think it's because most people are like focusing on that union aspect. We talked about that a little bit. Um, you know, hey, I want to get more money. But excuse me, for you know, like those things, right? For finding it difficult to concentrate, having trouble sleeping and relationship stuff. Um, the relationship stuff, I think that's really low. 25%. Absolutely low. I think what happened. I think that's most marriages and, I, and long-term commitments. Yeah. That is the most stressful thing that they have. Well, I think that's what most it used to be, right? And I think most people tried so hard to fight it that they weren't going to. But then people, like my wife and I, hmm? 
love my wife to pieces, but like her spending fucking drives me insane. Mm-hmm. I've got her to the point where she only spends her money and no debt money, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to say I've controlled that, but like, you are not going to put us into debt. Like, I'm going to make sure of this. You can spend however the fuck you want your money. You you have this and I'll make sure that we get to the next level type thing. But um, I think that people have just like, I think people aren't going to tell their wife, Hey, you're not going to fucking put me into debt. Like you don't need that new car. Right. And I will put my foot down and tell my wife, no, we're not fucking going into debt for this car. Like I will, people ask me all the time, what, what Hills are you willing to die on? And I was like, there's a million of them. Right. And like, I'm not going to deal with this, right? You and I have the same arguments with our wives because a in lot. all honesty, I really wanted my wife to take ownership of our money for yeah. a long, long time. Yep. And I just got to the point that I just knew it wasn't going to happen. Well, so I just stopped having the fight. And I think that's the whole thing. Like I, I, you talk about you and Mike being more educated, right? And stuff like that. And it's, I learned from a lot of people's failures, right? Yep. And so it's like, all right, hey, you know what? All right, I'm not going to win this fight. So how do I fucking break even on this fight okay great i'm willing to give you everything you want up to this line and i'm not passing this line you're not getting anything if you wish to contribute towards my line great if not i understand right let's do me wrong my wife now contributes into her 401k so mm-hmm. I, I feel like i've won a little bit in that sense but like we're not you know my debt line like zero, like zero debts right you don't get that um what does your wife have in her retirement just ballpark me give me an idea 40 50 Ask me what my wife has. What's your wife have? Less than five. Jesus. Dude. Ask me why she has any. Why? <laughs> Go on. I contribute it. Oh, buddy. She doesn't look at it. She doesn't care. She's like, whatever. It's not a big deal. I'm not worried about it. I'll figure it out. But you won't. No, she won't. That's why I'm putting money right. into it. And yep. if I had more money to put into it, I would be putting more money into it. Yep. I just don't have more money well, right I, now. But she should. I mean, okay. So I know what she makes roughly mm-hmm. and i am but you guys need to cut back and but like there's zero reason to me on the money you guys make there's zero reason to me that she's not putting in the 67 a year that she's allowed to granted she self-employed like you could do 25 but like there's no reason she shouldn't have an ira and, and do 60 6700 25 a month right 6700 should be in there like this should be a guaranteed fucking just it doesn't matter like hey i now make this like even if she has to give herself the raise to get there like, See, and the that, problem we have is when we look at our bills mm-hmm. The medical is just killing us. Eat, eat the fuck. Like, who gives a shit? Eat the medical. Like, I tell this, dude, I tell this to my tenants. I tell this every. Fuck your medical. Like, okay, pay your fucking minimum because when you die, it's just going to happen. And we can set it up. We can set it up so that way medical doesn't touch your fucking money. I'm still just paying the minimum and it's still kicking my ass. Right. It's supposed to. But like, but I don't want it to. But then get to the point where you're not paying the fucking minimum and literally invest your fucking money. I mean, we're trying. Don't just don't fucking pay the minimum right they'll come try to garnish your shit and they can't garnish it because it's fucking medical like it is not going to be a possibility like fight the fucking system be the man to fucking fight the power right like i have a medical bill like Mm -hmm. we just said i went to the hospital this weekend yes i happen to have enough money right (laughs) like but i'm gonna pay it right and i told them at the fucking hospital i was like oh yeah i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna do this but i'm calling and fucking getting 20 percent discount and my wife's like, yeah, they're not going to do that. And I was like, do you know who the fuck I am? Like, I even said it in the nurse, like starts laughing. And I was like, no, like, I will tell them I will pay them a fucking penny a, a month and they can take me to fucking collections and I will go, your honor. I have tried to make the money. Look here. I am paper and broke. I make $63 a fucking year. I'm paying them a fucking penny. I'm making, 
And like, I'm having this conversation in this thing and they're, they're like, all right, let's not worry about that. And I was like, no, I'm going to fucking let you know, I'm getting a fucking discount when I pay this. Like I'm getting loud out here. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, this is how passionate I am about this shit. Right. But David, like I tell you, like, I get that you want to do the right thing, but don't let it control your fucking life because medical is already fucking controlling your fucking life. Don't you're, tell me. you're already, <laughs> so you're already hurt and can't do it. But like, so, so stop, right? Like fight them, go call them and go, Hey, I need to fucking lower this. And for the rest of your life, have the fucking medical debt right for the rest of you and then if you do happen to hit a fucking grand prize when you're later go pay them because you feel fucking good about it but stop right and, and it's not going to hurt your credit it's not going to do any like medical can't fucking hurt your credit we know this stop letting them win and some of them i have yeah like trinity when i went and they basically accused me of being a drug user yeah i told you about that right yeah uh, they, they build me an extra 75 bucks. Jeez. I told them to get fucked. I'm not paying it. Yeah. So I keep getting emails. We're sending this to collections. I'm like, do what the fuck you want to do. Cause anything under 300 bucks you, it does not go to my, I'm not going to show my credit report. So you can suck my dick. I'm just not paying. No, that's exactly right. And hang up the fucking phone. Cause yeah. it's not worth the conversation. I, you know, they don't even call me cause they know what I'm going to say. I went in, I went in and we're like, all right, we're going to start an IV. And I was like, oh shit. And, uh, I was like, look, I'm afraid of needles now that America knows this, right? Like, I don't like them. I don't want them. I was like, but I know it has to happen. And our German people. We'll say, uh, yeah. All right. Now that our viewers know. Um, but, you know, I, I was like, and she's like, all right, we're going to give you some pain meds. And I was like, whatever. And she's like, you don't look like the person that comes into a hospital every weekend and stuff like that. And I was like, lady, I don't want to fucking be here ever. Okay. Yeah. It's like, ever. And she's like. I could tell like, and she's like, so we'll give you the things you need. And I was like, you wouldn't give it to another person. I was like, there's a difference no. between need and want, right? And, no, they won't. Right. And so they'll accuse you of being a drug user because the last two times I went into the ER, mm -hmm. they've accused me of being a drug user. I don't fucking like drugs. I don't want to take my prescriptions. I sure as hell don't want to take anything else. I saw something for the first time on the streets of San Francisco, by the way. Yeah. A homeless person. Oh my Street God. They, they were all over crack. Mm. I, I exit the hotel and I start walking and he's got the you know aluminum foil out and he's got the crack ready to go and yeah. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ where am I yeah it's a South Park it, episode it reminded me of my my mother told me this story my dad took her to Germany and then Iran in the 70s yeah and she goes you know people used to tell me Chicago was dirty and after I went overseas Chicago was not dirty and I will never call it dirty again yeah now I've never thought Chicago was dirty San Francisco is fucking filthy. Yeah. Filthy. Yeah. And it's different to me. Like Don goes, well, there's homeless everywhere. I'm like, it's different. It's different. Because when you're in San Francisco, mm -hmm. they're in the touristy areas. Like I was three blocks from the convention center, which had two malls by it. And right next to the malls were these really fancy restaurants that are, you know, top rated. And there's homeless lining the corners. It's not like there's one. There's like eight yeah. on every corner. And I feel horrible for them. But at the same time, I've never seen that in Chicago. I, you know, you pass a homeless person or two every block or something. Yeah. And there there's horrible areas. But you just don't go to the horrible areas. You never see them in the touristy spots. You, you see one or two. And I'm not. I'm not bagging on the homeless people because, you know, they obviously have issues and I, and I wish, I wish this country would figure that shit out and it pisses me off that it doesn't. Yeah. But at the same time, I've never seen it rampant. Like I saw it this weekend. Um, and 
but you know and a lot of it's mental health and a lot of it's drug, a lot of it, yeah. drug aspects of things and so you know that you have to want right um you know i i i think you know say i think what you're what you what you're getting to like in america you know the homeless of course like in california it's warm weather it's you know got money potentials things like that but like chicago it's just fucking broke right yeah. like i mean the the broke it's a stroke, different type yeah it's a very different i mean um and you know nobody wants to be cold and homeless you might as well be warm and homeless right, right? like uh, there's a shit ton of homeless population in hawaii right? i mean there are a ton like a shit ton from what i hear i've never been there i've like, been there six times and there are a ton right and they just live on the beach or you know that, near the beach or whatever yep. and they so say they were happy for the first minute and they couldn't get jobs and they're like eh, i'm here so um while we're talking about you know how people are broke yeah we know somebody uh, yeah i'm not gonna mention names but uh loves christmas yeah and has not been able to get in the christmas spirit this year yeah i get it so i saw a meme today and it said when someone asked me why i'm not in the holiday spirit i'm broke motherfucker i'm broke I'd say, and i sent this to the person yeah. and she goes oh yeah that's totally me i'm like i know and mind you she makes more money a year than i do yeah and broke yeah but and 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 it's you know right now right now more than ever and i know david and i say it all the time right now is the time you need to be budgeting right now is the time where you don't need to be go spending your extra money mm -hmm. because i think the next and this is a segue into the next section right because the next little bit that's happening in in this economy for the next little bit I don't know how long it's going to last, but there, there's going to be a little recession or a big recession, depending on what things happen. But we we're getting into it. We're into it. I and mean, we talk about it in a recession episode. Like, and I don't know if it's truly a recession, Yeah, but the housing market is going to get hit. Yeah. I mean, well, that too. I mean, but it's just people. I mean, we see jobs kind of leaving already. We see things happening. There's a change that's happening slowly, but surely, um, you know, the housing market, you know, you had kind of brought up some foreclosure stuff yeah. and, and you were reading a thing that said, you know, that it doesn't seem like a uh, forecast for foreclosures is going to be too, too big. Mm -hmm. And I disagreed with that. And well, there's a lot of different information out there. So of course yeah. I, I pulled up a couple of things and, you know, one of these says, yes, because inflation's high, we're going to experience more foreclosures, but other people are like, yeah, it's, it's basically normal foreclosures you know two three percent not a big deal but of course during the crash of 07 08 09 they said the same stuff mm -hmm. you know i i watched the big short on the plane to to san francisco yeah and you know there's that scene where they're talking to you know i, I don't remember who they were talking to and they're like well you know foreclosures are up 30 percent where are the stocks? Where are the bonds? Well, they're still AAA rated. Yep. Well, how can they be AAA rated with all of these defaults? And they went to S&P and S&P is like, well, it's within our models, which was total bullshit. Yep. Because they also admitted, listen, if we don't give them the rating they want, they're just going to go to Moody's and get a rating from them and they're going to pay for it. And this is how business is done. So again, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yep. You're not actually being honest and again that's the thing that pisses me off about the ramsey thing you're not being honest just be fucking honest yep. i'm honest uh, you and i we come on here every week for the last three going on four fucking years now and we're just honest about shit we just peel our shit open and say hey, this is what it is yeah 
you know, if you like it, great. If you don't, whatever. Not everybody's going to like us. That's fine. That's true. But I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, I do. <laughs> but we're honest. No. And we know very well that, you know, for some people, we're going to be an acquired taste. Yep. And for some people, they're just going to fucking hate every ounce of us. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to love us to death. Yep. And I'm okay with those things. The one thing they're never going to do is, man, David and Nick are full of shit. Yeah. Never going to say that. No. They lied to us. They're never going to say that. Yep. And, and you know, that's what makes us great in our minds, mm-hmm. right? Like, we are very honest people, you know? Um, and say, and it's, and we forget sometimes, and I keep saying, like, America, but, like, I forget that this goes out to the world, right? And sometimes it's just, it's hard to fathom the entire world getting to hear this and seeing this and dealing with this, right? Um, you know, because I'm a stupid American that <laughs> thinks that the world only revolves around this. No, um, you know, but so to me, all right. So repeat what you said about the foreclosures. You think people are only going to do 2% or yeah, 3%. A lot of people are saying it's going to be small. So I, I found an article on the Hill that says foreclosure notices ticked up nationwide the first quarter of this year with more than 65,000 properties beginning to go through the process. Yeah. There were 36,617 new filings in March, which marks the 23rd consecutive month with a year-over-year increase in foreclosure activity, according to a recent report from ATTOM. They were up 3% from the previous quarter, but 29% year-over-year. So, of course, they they keep saying, yeah, it's within the models, 2 to 3%. But year-to-year, it's up 29% from 22 to 23. Yep. And to me, that's a huge number. That's, I mean, that's one out of every four houses. Now, when right. we look at that, Nick, who's buying these foreclosed houses? Assholes like me. Or worse than you. Right. I'm saying, God, people would wish I'd be the one to buy it. Yeah, investment <laughs> places that are trying to flip these places or turn them into rentals and charge yeah. astronomical prices. Again, we talk oh, about dude. you being a landlord. So, you know, I, I want to give this, right? Yeah. This is go ahead um we talked about me we want to talk about you being a landlord and and people say all the time landlords are assholes yes they absolutely are fucking assholes but your rents are still some of the cheapest in the grand rapids metro area oh they They just are yeah they are so you Uh, could get way more than what you ask but you ask for what people can not necessarily comfortably afford but still afford mm -hmm. Mm. and I want you to live, right? Yeah, you you don't get credit for that because again, you're an asshole landlord. We have that talk, you know, that a family member calls you just a succubus piece of shit. Yeah, but it's not like you're. Granville House is a great example. The Granville House you could get three grand for. Yeah, twenty eight, and you don't charge anywhere near that. You don't even charge half of that. No. Um, and so. All right, so I posted. I have a place for rent, right? Yeah, I have a two bedroom, one bathroom upper unit available this december in wyoming which is my area in michigan yep 1200 a month includes gas and water tenant pays trash and electric okay person i won't say their name whatever i don't even know this person right but a person shared it and i of course when you share it i'm I'm in it right including gas and water really isn't that bad for wyoming considering inflation is still sad either way like what's sad like what what about it is sad like it sucks because it's twelve hundred, like because you want it to be like two hundred, but like, I, I mean, I'm, trust me, I just explained twenty seconds ago how much money I'm losing this month, and so, yeah, it's not your responsibility, but some stuff that I do is your responsibility, right? Like, 
I eat so much more cost than most people ever should. Um, but like it's comments like that. It's just like, Oh my God, like I'm trying, like how much more can I fucking try for people? And it's like, all right, you tell you what, I'm just going to change it and I'm going to make it 1550. Right. Like, cool. Like socks. I mean, all right, cool. I'll make it 1550 where it's supposed to be. I probably should be 18, but like, I'll, whatever. Right. Like I, uh, the last year I rented was the end of no, the beginning of 23. Yeah. So I moved out of an apartment. Now the 23. Sorry. Jesus. Oh, three. Oh, three. Yep. I moved out of an apartment around the end of February. Okay. And my rent, which was month to month at the time, it went from seven seventy five on a year to eight twenty five month to month. Two bedrooms, nine ninety square feet. Yep. So it wasn't a big place. Oh. It was enough. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I'm like, my God, we don't make the kind of money to live here. Mm -hmm. I was making. Let's see, I just started priority, so I was making. $9.25 an hour for 20 hours a week. Yeah. And after I paid for insurance, I was bringing home $175 every two weeks. So I was making nothing. And Don was working for probably nine bucks an hour. And she was working 40 to 45. So, I mean, she was making more than me, but not a ton. Sure. So, I mean, we had no fucking money. We were just coming out of bankruptcy and people, we, we, my mom helped us get a trailer. Yep. So we moved into the modular and, and they call us for insurance and they're like, well, we need a value of all of your stuff. And we're like, yeah, it's about $1,900. And they're like, no, really? We're like, yeah, really? And they're like, you have to have a value of more than that. I'm like, listen, lady, I just went through fucking bankruptcy. I know what I got. My shit's worth 1900 bucks. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. Let me, let me put some numbers towards you right sure. around my area. Okay. So the mm -hmm. same, the same exact area. Uh, two bedroom, one bathroom for $1,500, mm -hmm. a one bedroom, one bathroom for $1,450. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what these include. So, and this one's a house. Oh, this is actually, this is not a same in any way, but um, a three bedroom, two bathroom, single family house um, for $1,900 a month, Okay, um, which sounds okay. Um, a two bedroom, one bathroom for $1,695, a... Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Two bedroom, oh, two bedroom, two bathroom uh, for $2,100 a month. And I'll just click one more. Uh, two bedroom, one bathroom for $1,395 a month. So, right, like, I am still You're there. Well, well below. Oh, yeah. this one. Actually, this one is $1,195, two bedroom, one bathroom. And what were you asking? 1200 okay and this one so you found one so far that's less by five bucks yep. yeah um let's see if this includes anything oh an amenities package for 30 extra dollars so um, another more yep the up to one thousand dollar per year damage uh 50 oh up to 50 dollar one-time reimbursement for lockout wow look at them uh there's a missed appointment fee for 50 percent um yeah so yeah they're they're um yeah they're definitely different than me but right so like i'm i'm just looking around my area and it's not going well so um yeah i i would say i'm i'm well on the low my, end well yeah. within my rights so
Well, and we we were talking, you know, issues for why there are foreclosures, and I brought up arms. Yeah. Which, again, I hate adjustable rate mortgages, which is what an arm is, adjustable rate mortgage. Correct. And I hate them because they sucker you into thinking that you can pay for something, and then, you know, five to seven years later, the interest could absolutely radically jump, which is what led to the financial crisis in 2008. And that's where I, like, have all of my quote-unquote knowledge right so like you said hey i don't think it's arms or whatever type thing because people refied okay so like that's where i was like hey we have to talk about the whole difference residential Mm -hmm. i don't think it's an arms problem Mm -hmm. now when we talk about commercial and commercial is anything in the okay commercial is yes your buildings and, and your office space and all that but in my world for rentals right residential rentals it is anything that is five units and above Okay. So if you own a complex of, you know, an eight, 12, 50, 160 unit, whatever the hell it is, like if so if you live in anything that's above five units in the lot, it is a commercial. And those are almost always done on arms from people because they, you know, they get sucker rates, right? Yeah. I mean, they really do. And it was a sucker rate because I mean things were so low. Sucker rates, teaser rates, same thing. Yep. yep. Say. And uh, you know, so it's oh hey, you can do and, and, you know, you have it off of a 25-year amortization type of a thing. So everybody was like, oh, man, this makes me cash flow. This I'll, I'll cash flow great. And so they raised their rents. And they did all the things they're supposed to do. Well, now the five years is coming up mm-hmm. because, I mean, we're three years past COVID, right? Um, it'll be four in February, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. And so what we're seeing is on the residential side, okay, so people were buying these things just before they were buying them steering right and so now interest rates are where they are so if mm-hmm. a person goes and refis but they were getting three four percent they're in the eight nine percent in the commercial space so foreclosures in the commercial space is going to be a very big thing yeah it's going to happen we had we had a syndicator on who talked about how mm-hmm. there's a 40 million dollar place in dallas texas and they're picking it up for 39.5 million which was less than the guy paid for it five years ago because he can't refinance and yep. right um i don't think that's going to work for them either because 50 or five hundred thousand dollars isn't enough like yeah. difference but hey if they're gonna make it work with the you know because they're adding the dog park they're adding the dog wash they're adding a few extra yeah. things to get extra income it, it might do fine but like it all depends on how you buy it kind of a thing um now on the residential side right a normal person okay foreclosures are happening because People lost their jobs. Things happened. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Middle management, a lot of it got cut out again, right? So they restructured the companies. They did whatever, downsized, whatever the hell they're going to call it. So for, you know, COVID, they let everybody go for basically a year and a half without having to pay, but then they added it to the backside. So they Always. added a second mortgage of all the interest and all the payment that you were supposed to make. And now you have a second mortgage on your house. Well, if you didn't get a job within that time, you can't afford it. And so that's what I'm buying currently, right? Mm-hmm. Everything has a freaking second mortgage. And so these people are like, oh, well, I only owe 60000 on my house. No, you owe 85000 on your house, right? Oh, well, I thought they were waiving that. No, like they just added it to the end and put it out as a second mortgage. You're still going to pay it. Yep. You just don't realize you're going to pay it. Correct. And... Um, because you know, I mean, everybody's like, oh, I just claim COVID relief and it'll be fine. Cause they figured, Hey, they gave everybody $900 during unemployment. So they're just going to give it to me for my house. That's not true. Right. They gave you 
a leeway to not have to pay. So instead of having a 30 year mortgage, you now have a 32 year mortgage. You just don't realize like, right. So it's, it's kind of how I looked at it um, to make it easy for listeners. Um, you know, they, you didn't, you know, sometimes they'll do teaser rates when you go buy a car. Oh, mm-hmm. skip the holiday payments when you buy the car and you don't have to pay for three months. And then all of a sudden now you're hit with 800 bucks a month, right? Like it's great for the first three months. Then you get your first payment. You're like, all right, this car might not have been that great. I remember the first car loan Don and I had every year. You can skip a payment for your birthday. Yep. And she did that a couple of times. And I'm like, stop doing that. Yep. But why? It doesn't hurt anything. I'm like, yeah, it does. It adds it on to the end. It's not like we're not paying. We're still right. paying that. Yep. And except now we're paying more because they're, the interest, interest is there yep. running for extra months. So instead of being done in, 60 months it's now done in 62 months and we yeah. paid interest for an extra two months and That's she's exactly. like oh i didn't think of right i know people don't think of it yep. no and that's that's why they do it yep and that, that's what they want right they right. want it's just like a credit card you know oh, hey you, you only have to pay a little bit you get to have ten thousand right now and you only have to pay a hundred dollars right now no like you're paying for the rest of your life a hundred dollars well again I, i've said before i will take a card that offers me no interest for 12 months yep 15 months, 18 months, whatever it is. And they'll tell me when they give it to me. So let's say I take five grand out. They'll go, well, you have a low payment of $40 a month. Right. But $40 a month isn't going to get that shit paid off ever. I mean, that's the minimum. That's $480 a year. Yeah. On a $5,000. Correct. Yeah. And if you have 12 months on it. Yeah. All they're doing, what they do with those specifically is they say you have zero interest for a year. But on the 366th day, whatever your highest daily balance is, you owe all of the interest from that amount for the entire time that this card has been open. So let's say your highest amount was the 5,000. You took out 5,000 and you just started paying it every month. And you know, you now owe $4,400. Yeah. They go, well, your highest balance was 5000 so we're going to compound that interest for every day over 366 days. So yep. Now you're overdrawn. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you don't start paying, we're going to start adding all of these fees for the fact that you overdrew your account. Yep. And people don't look at that. They don't know. They're like, oh, it's not a big deal. No, it's a big deal. When I take those, I go, all right, do I want to pay the minimum or do I just want to pay what's going to pay that off? So if I'm tight one month, I might go, yeah, this month, instead of paying the 500 that will pay this off, maybe I'll pay 400 this month. Mm-hmm. But then the next month, I'm probably paying closer to 1000 So instead, I paid $1,400 over two months when I budget $1,000 for those two months, so I'm $400 ahead on that payment. Yep. And, you know, so, and that's, right, like, for the average American, I wouldn't suggest it, but like for a person that's going to take responsibility for their finances, do it right. Be, be in that group of elites. That's getting the most that they can, right? Like you're not going to be a billionaire from card hacking. You're not going to be a billionaire from any of the things that we're teaching you. Um, You could, if you multiply it by a bazillion, right? Like if you card, I don't even know if there's enough card hacks to make there aren't, but like, you know, sure. If you take some of my knowledge in real estate, I'm not going to lie. You could be a billionaire. Yeah. It's just, you have to repeat it by so much. I'm not a billionaire. You First, have to get out there and hustle, really hustle, really. Re- and and I think honestly, a billion dollars is like, 
there, there's some luck involved into it, right? Like, well, again, they did the math. Don't quote me, but you know, if if you had, I'm gonna find it. Talk, Nick. I'm gonna find what, it. Like. Th- 300 or 39,000 years or something like that to it's 32 years saving x number of dollars to be a million or a billionaire only 32 years oh i think oh, so. for x amount of dollars anyway but like so i want to go back to like the commercial side so like i think foreclosures right because you know they didn't really have that relief into into play and then these people are going to get a new rate right so and and i don't know Give me a random number what you think a five unit's going to cost. Um, Where at? Anywhere. I don't care. Like an average five unit. Just sure. Let's go with Wyoming because it's my area. Right? Let's go a million. Yeah, okay. Am I high? I mean, for a five unit. Yeah. But I mean, so, right. So five units, I think let's do $110 a door. So hundred or $550,000. Okay. Right. Um, $550,000 is what you were paying at. And let's say you got it at three, 3.25 interest, right? A nice low interest. It's $2,400. It's rounded up. It's $2,394, right? Okay. Was your was your principal and interest? Now you have taxes and insurance on that. That taxes and insurance isn't going to really change. I mean, it will because the property values go up, blah, blah, blah. But like you're, so $2,400, $2, right? Now we're at an 8% interest rate. Okay. So David, when I go refinance, mm-hmm. my new payment is $4,036. So I'm $1,050 higher mm-hmm. than what I was through my last five years, right? Where do I come up with that money? You raise rents. I mean- That's the so, only thing you can do. So five five units, that means everybody's rent has to go up $200 just to break fucking back mm-hmm. to where you were. Right. You're not making any more money. You're not doing anything different. Just to just make what it the was. same exact amount of yep. money, right? And that's that's on a small place, right? So, like, if I take, you know, I mean, a uh, hundred ten, you know, hundred ten doors, so a million bucks, right? Um, and and these are these are small places. Like, I want to be like eight units, you know, ten units, whatever it is. It's very very small. So a million bucks at three point two five, you're at four thousand three hundred fifty bucks. Okay, fifty two, but three thousand four thousand three hundred fifty dollars. Now, if you go to an eight percent interest rate, that's seven thousand three hundred and thirty-eight dollars, right? So I'm now having to raise those rents three hundred and fifty bucks, right? Now it's and when you look at people year over year, they're not making that much more money, right? So they're fucked. Oh, one hundred percent. Like so, I look at you're fucked. They're fucked. Everyone's fucked. Everyone's fucked, right? The bank's not fucked until it gets foreclosed on, and then that's where I step in and buy it back down for Mm -hmm. you know, because so I'm gonna buy it at uh okay so i need the payment to be back to where it was right so to make a payment at eight percent interest um what did we say it was for it was four four thousand five hundred right something like that yeah um so i need to buy this building for five hundred thousand at an eight percent rate nope six hundred thousand uh yeah four forty four hundred and so at eight percent rate i have to buy it at six hundred thousand so the million dollars, right? I need to buy it. So the banks are going to eat 400K. Yeah. And that's the only way I'm going to do it because it made money. It made sense. It was fine. 
and this is where tenants can afford it. This is where normal people. So the this is where the problem happened last time. Mm-hmm. This is where foreclosures, they got them off the books. They did short sales. They did things. Banks ate that fucking cost mm-hmm. and they will. And this is where I step in and go, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm where the hell I am. I'm I'm getting a $400,000 discount. And now, I mean, like I looked at a 64 unit not too long back, right? But let's just say $8.3 million, right? Okay. Um, that alone, and this is this is where it's gonna wow you, okay? Eight point three million, and let's say I can get it at three and a half percent, thirty seven thousand dollars, thirty seven thousand two hundred seventy one. Let's just go with thirty seven because it's a round it's a number. Round number, okay? For three and a half percent interest, mm-hmm. if I go to the eight percent interest, I'm at sixty one thousand, sixty thousand nine hundred two dollars. So I'm at sixty one thousand, almost doubled. Almost double. Almost. Right? So think about that. If I have 64 units, uh, divide that by, or sorry, take the, the so what do we say, 37? So $34,000 yeah. of extra, divide that by 64 units, that's $531 extra I have to raise everybody just to fucking get back to where I was. Yeah. So this is why foreclosures will be happening in the commercial space. Mm-hmm. We can't raise 500 extra dollars. No, because, because nobody's pe- going to pay it. The people that did raise the $500, like they're going to, they're already, they were probably losing money. That's why they had to raise the rents to get to where they are now. Five years ago, they they're up. So let's say you're up to 500. You, you, you have all the regular bills that you still have. You have yep. all these things. Taxes went up all the, so it's going to happen. And this is why in commercial, so residential, I don't see, I mean, I, the job I had, right, driving around, taking pictures of foreclosures, yeah. it was actually, it was stupid. Twenty six percent, I could see the increase, right? But the reason there what there's a twenty nine percent increase is because COVID was allowing people not to have foreclosures, right? Mm-hmm. Now the foreclosures, so that's why there's a huge influx. But I'm like, I just went over math. I mean, the more you get, the more expensive it is. Mm-hmm. The higher that fucking payment becomes, right? Like, and so commercial side, you're gonna see foreclosures happening for sure. Right. So I, I want to correct what I was saying because yeah, sure. I thought it was in money, but it was actually in seconds because they want you to understand the difference between a million and a billion. Okay. So our brain can't understand it, but it can when they break it down this way. Okay. So 1 million seconds is 12 days. Okay. 1 billion seconds is 31 years. Yeah. And that's the difference. So when you have all of these billionaires, mm-hmm. They'll, they'll sit there. Musk is a good example. They'll sit there and say, well, he's a self-made man. Bullshit. No. He wasn't a fucking self-made man. His father gave him a shit ton of money. He went and bought companies and he made a bunch of money off of those companies. I, I Did I share the Twitter link with you? No. So there's this awesome book on Elon Musk and how he's probably not only ADHD, but he's probably also highly autistic. I would assume. And was, that's probably why I like him. And it broke down how he thinks and how he treats people. And it it was, it was just an awesome thread on Twitter. Yeah. So, I mean, they basically broke down the book and, you know, he, he's obviously a, a fucking uh, narcissist and, and very self-centered. And, and again, he, he likes to take credit for things that he had little to do with. So I, he'll tell everybody all the time, well, I invented the electric car. No, you didn't. You bought the company that invented the electric car. Correct. You didn't have shit to do with it. You just bought them because you had a bunch of money from dad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess that's successful. But in all honesty, 
Is it? Right. Well, and my, my, my thing, like I tell you all the time, like I love autistic people because it's straight to the point. This is what it is. There's no fine line in between. Like, this is how it's done. Right. Very honest. Like, very, it, very straightforward. Because it's about facts, right? right? Like it is not about opinions and emotions. It is a factual statement, mm-hmm. right? Like this is what it is. So yes, when you tell me, Hey, I, I did this. Uh, sure. That's a, a, it's an area, but like, when you develop something, so like their numbers, hey, this is what it is. Like if I get to it, they're not they're not going to round like I just did, right? Mm-hmm. No, it is it is thirty seven thousand ninety two dollars, right? It is not thirty seven thousand one hundred. Like it is, you know, that's the exact number that you're paying, right? Like and and that's how that's how they think, that's how they do it, and I I enjoy that. But like, and then you say a trillion, right? Seconds is thirty one thousand six hundred eighty eight years. I'll right. be around for that, right? So we did 12 days, 31 years, and 31,688 years. Yeah. Right? In seconds. Yeah. That's insane. It It is, but that's what people don't necessarily understand. Is it ethical to have a billion dollars? No. Should taxes be higher on the rich? Yes. Oh, oh so I shared that with you about um my boy, Mark Cuban. Yeah. Should the rich pay more in taxes? Yes. Fuck yes, we should. I was like, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping to have a guy on that I met on the cruise. I talked to you a little bit about yeah. this. I finally emailed him last night. He he was a um parliament member in Canada. Yep. And we talked a little bit about the health insurance in America because he doesn't understand it. Yep. And you know, I told him I'm I'm like, there are a lot of differences. And when I emailed him last night, I'm like, listen, I, I want to talk about some of the differences, especially in healthcare between Canada and the United States, because obviously. It's way different there. You know, people take the taxes in other countries and it actually goes to help people. Yeah. We take the taxes in this country and the majority of it goes to defense. And the majority that goes to defense goes to defense contractors. It doesn't go to, you know, soldiers. They don't give a fuck about the soldiers. Right. It goes to, you know, I don't even remember the name of some of these defense contracts. I want to say BlackRock, but I think that's yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and they Black literally... Stone, no BlackRock. Yeah, one of them. It it doesn't matter. It goes to them, and you know what they're doing is they're subcontracting out people to you know go into war zones or they're building planes or whatever the fuck they're doing. But it has nothing to do with soldiers, Boeing or whatever it was. Like they're getting money. Yeah. So like that was another thing I wanted to have the conversation of. Um, I don't remember if I shared the link with you or whatever, but the company that started following all of the um, senators and, and political people's trades. Oh yeah. I love them, dude. Like I, I follow I, that. I, I want to figure out, I, I forget the company guys. So like, bear with me, but um, so they, they, they're like, Hey, whatever trades. And so they started making money the same money that these because politicians are making a shit ton of money off of this. They're like, hey, this person did a trade, great, do the trade. Because they know that things are coming through, right? And so that's it's not it's not deemed insider trading here in America, but David, right? Like it's like, hey, oh, um, we're going to vote if we're going to autopilot. Autopilot? It's right? called autopilot. So uh send me that link if you wouldn't mind. Sure. But they're because I'm gonna start investing in it, right? Because I fucking believe in it 150 percent They follow they follow all of the pod- politicians, they follow Michael Burry. Yeah. And tell you what he's invested in. Yeah. Um, do we want to try a scam call? Sure. Hello, it's Nick. Am I speaking to Nicholas Watkins? Yeah, you're on Bucks and Brews. How can we help you? Hello, hello. Hello? 
Oh, Fuck they fucking you. ended. Come on, that was golden. You should have just said you were yes, not you're on Bucks and Bruce. That was more fun. Made him way. run. Um, yeah. So, and I mentioned Michael Burry because he's one of the subjects of the Big Short. Yeah, because he was the first person to notice the irregularities in the housing market. Yeah, and he was the first person to bet against the housing market yeah. so that it would crash, and he shorted all of yeah. those mortgages and made billions. If you haven't watched uh billions yeah um it's a great show yeah really is and so like one of the big things is like they short so much stuff and but let's go back to the politicians thing so it's all right hey all right um up for today's vote is uh are we going to repave byron center's roads oh okay uh for 41 billion or 41 million dollars yep 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 great buy reef riley Right, whoever the fuck owns them type thing, right? Because we know that they're the contractors that are going to get the fucking job. So then they go buy it because they're guaranteed this money. Yeah, and they have the so it's just instant, right? Like it's not insider trading because they voted it, and it's not inside, right? It it's public trading. You just have to be the one to watch it. And so, um, what do you call them? Autopilot. Autopilot. And uh, so, if honestly, I haven't used them. I can't give them a backing yet. But I love what they're doing. They have I a love... su- subscription based uh, version, so you have to pay to get the information okay but it's it's pretty low is it is it is it um automated for me do you know i don't like like can i is it is it like an index fund where i can just throw my money into it and they just do it for me i don't know we gotta um, so if, if anybody that's listening knows anybody that works for autopilot does autopilot if we could have you on we would absolutely love to talk about this we really would because we want to know more about it yep so and we'll 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 share it out on our so Facebook. the app the app starts at twenty nine dollars a month. I can tell you that, dude. The amount of money these fucking people are making, I'm fine with twenty nine bucks a month, right? Which, coming from me, as every viewer knows, um, I don't spend monthly subscription money because I think it's stupid. Uh, but uh, for for being able to follow every politician, because uh, it's it's even Nancy Pelosi, like they pick on her a lot, but like a lot, she has made so like I seen her house. I, the, the amount of money she's fucking made from being a politician is absolutely insane. And this isn't a political left, left, right thing for me. It's just that what, what she's done with her stocks and things like that just blows my freaking mind. Um, so no, I, you know, we want to get somebody from Betterman on because we support the hell out of them as well. Um, I have an employee here, the 18 year old. Yeah. And I, of course, what do I do? I'm like, Hey, what are we doing about retirement? She's 18. She don't give a fuck. No. I'm like, well, you should open up an IRA with Betterment and maybe an investment account. She's like, well, I'll talk to my dad because her dad's in finance. Oh, sweet. I'm like, that's great. I'm just telling you right now. You should fucking open up. Put 10 bucks a weekend. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, something. I started, I started out with 25. Yeah. Right? Like, it was nothing. Um, And your first three months are free. Yeah. Right? Um, No, it's, to me, I I think, being able to follow that aspect of things like the people that are making this money follow what they're doing like okay yeah we're not going to follow who elon musk because Mm -hmm. right he's only focused on his stuff and things like that but um you know i i was just watching ben mala i want to get him on i i know i can do a one-hour consult for like a 100 bucks and i might pay that if he'll do a podcast with Mm -hmm. us for the price um because it's worth every penny for me and that'll be a self-absorbing podcast (laughs) but you know, he he just talked about it and he's like, look, I had to take a loss so that I could write some tax stuff off. And um, 
so he had to sell stock that he took loss on and he goes man honestly i only have to wait 31 days until i can reinvest mm -hmm. and it doesn't become something and he goes i'd love to rebuy yep i want to rebuy as low like he goes look it's down 20 percent. like i want to rebuy low baby this, like this guy gets it he understands mm -hmm. it um I, I respect the hell out of the guy i've never met him in person i've been wanting to go to florida courtney said no multiple she said yes if you absolutely need to but like i want to go like but I, if i go it's just going to be like a 20 second conversation hey you know but like i want i'd love to just give five hours like i'd pay 500 bucks for five hours of the time right? i mean again I, I saw mark hamill for maybe a minute right <laughs> it was worth every fucking penny yeah every penny um let's say and so you know i um but I, I think with when it comes back to housing, right, we're we're gonna see some foreclosures. Yes, yeah. like it's it's up a little bit, but like residential housing, a normal thing that you would live in or I would live in, right? A normal find a normal thing that you would live in. I would live in anything. People don't realize that. But um, right, that's gonna be hey, if if you're losing your job, yeah, those foreclosures happen, right? People have job changes. Yeah, but they we're have looking things. at what three to five percent, maybe. Right, you know, and I say, but on the commercial side. I'm promising you and correct. You know, give me, give me a percentage that you think. Eight. Well, is my pro of, of foreclosures in commercial. Yeah. So I haven't done enough research to figure out if big hedge funds own more commercial than what I think they own quite a bit and how much they have. I'm not going to hold you down. We're not going to do yeah. a review in a year and say, Nick was way fucking off. Just give me, give me an educated guess. Just where do you think it might be? Hmm. I mean, you're going to see, if I had to pick a guess, somewhere between the 7 to 10 range. And 7 is bad, but 10 is damn near nuclear. Yeah, like it, these bailouts that are not going to happen, these things that are going to, like, there's going to be so much in this because these people can't afford, like, dude, if it was, okay, so if I was in this, I'd be fucking sunk, mm -hmm. right? All right, so I'd have two choices, right? I could either sell all of my residential that is still worth some money. Mm -hmm. And granted, this is still worth money. Don't get me wrong. It's not worth the same money because of the... the. When you get into commercial side, okay, so residential, you're it, it's worth what you're willing to pay for mm -hmm. it and what you can afford to pay for yep. it. In commercial side, it is based off of what the income is on it, right? It's not... Yeah, it's still worth what you're willing to pay, but like it, what you're willing to pay is based off of how much money you're making. On your house, you don't make money. No. Unless there's inflation, unless there's things like people are going to be like, oh, you fucking said it wrong. No, like, yes, you can have like people, oh, I made $200,000. Yes, inflation. And, and the you have an things. eight unit that brings in $1,000 per unit. Right. So you make $8,000 a month. Yep. So, right. The 1% rule says that it's worth $800,000. $800,000 right now. Um, and I'll bring it right back up. The mortgage calculator, right? Eight hundred thousand right now is. Uh, sorry, I typed in too many, too little zeros. But that's so without taxes and insurance, it's fifty eight seven or five thousand eight hundred seventy dollars. Now taxes and insurance, you're probably right at the break fucking even mark, right? It's if tenants pay all their utilities, and you don't have a gas bill because like. All right, so if I had to add, because I mean, my tax bill is just over a thousand bucks a month, right? So that put me at sixty-eight seven, um, and my water bill, 
it puts me at I don't care. Let's add another five hundred, uh, roughly. Um, so just shy of seven. So you're making a thousand bucks, right? Like at the one, and that's without any any repairs. Not per unit. No, no, no you're making a thousand dollars total. Yeah, like with and, nothing added in. And oh, that's I forgot insurance, right? So insurance, yeah. and so let's just say I'm making a hundred dollars per door, right? Mm-hmm. So one, and that's without any repairs. That's with nothing going wrong. The fridge dies. Yep, and I'm fucked. Right, like H- the HVAC dies, you're gone. You're, the furnace and air conditioner both go. Yeah. What's that run nowadays? Uh, so my buddy's just paid like seventeen thousand. Yeah, but that's for one unit. Now, if you have a boiler, I mean, that's forty thousand, thirty thousand, whatever it is. Um, you know, if you have, you know, I just have a thousand dollar. I just had a well over a thousand dollars. But let's just say, like, just to fix the plumbing, not to fix mm-hmm. the walls and stuff like that. Thousand bucks to fix the pipe. Yeah. Um, if I have. You know, there's you know, so without rental inspections, so rental inspections is a hundred and something dollars per unit per every you know year, two years, whatever. So like, let's say sixty bucks, right? There's so many other fees that people don't realize. So a roof goes out every twenty five years. Like, that, there's so much more to it. It's not just your payment. And so people are like, well, that's not my responsibility. Landlords shouldn't buy it if they can't afford it. And it's like, well, we take the risk to get to that point. Like. This is where my problem is because if you say, "Hey, we shouldn't afford, we shouldn't buy it if we can't afford it," that's saying you only want big business to come in that has pooled all their fucking money, and they're gonna like they're gonna be the guys that are making seventeen hundred in my area because that's, that's more right. That's what they're supposed to do, right? Um, I, I think what's the highest we've seen like twenty three or something, <laughs> but like twenty one, I don't remember. Um, right, like you need us small people to take the risk to take the challenges to take the chances right like we we are the guys that are trying to make this a better society so right you run a multi-billion dollar company no let's say you do okay you run a multi-billion dollar company yep. with 50 investment properties in every major city yep okay and joe blow calls from chicago and he's like listen i can't make this anymore yep is there any wiggle room can we do something what are you gonna say he he can't make what he can't make the rent mm. um is there any wiggle room can i get a reduction what can See, i do the problem if i own a billion dollar company i'm not taking that call okay but like my people that are setting the place and what are they saying oh god no like there's not no like everything is done by the book right, right. like hey i'm sorry that sucks as a billion dollar company right like it's never getting to me but like the fact is is like hey what does the book say okay the book says money's due on the first it's due on the first if it's anything less than that it, it you know people do oh, it says the fifth in my lease great fine money's due on the fifth if you're there the sixth it's a 50 dollar late fee money's only 35 great like there's outliers for every goddamn thing that's out there the fact is is like what the book says what it is like what i put in the place that's how things run that, no wiggle room. There's no like no. There, this is a fucking company, right? Like, there's no wiggle room, right? Like, it, now, okay. How 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 is a Big Mac made? Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, sesame seed bun. Okay. There's no fucking wiggle room on how a Big Mac's made. Everybody in the world knows how knows how a fucking Big Mac's made. Now you, right, as the owner of that Big Mac, when you purchase it, get to make the decision, right? I don't want pickles. Yep. So now it's two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, onions, onions on a lettuce. Uh, on on right. That is what like that is me as a fucking small landlord. Be- I get to choose that. Because I'm an old fuck. Yeah. And I grew up with that song in the 80s. I remember. It. I remember it too. But like that's the whole point I'm making to these people is 
The fact is, is like a Big Mac, if you go anywhere in the world and you order a Big Mac, anywhere in the fucking world, it is two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That is now you come to the small landlord guy. I come to you now as you. Yes. Listen, I know my rent's a thousand, but I only got nine fifty for you this month. Can you can is there any wiggle room? Can can I do something? Right. Ninety five percent of the time. It's hey, tell you what, give me the nine fifty. Pay me the fifty. When can you pay me the fifty? I get paid in two weeks. Awesome. Tell you what, give me the fifty there. Is your first time being late? You know what? When you hey, there is a fifty dollar late fee. You're gonna give me the fifty. If you bring it to me in the two weeks, I don't tell them this part. Like this yeah. is this is this in my is head. Just what you know. Okay, this is my head. So you bring me the fifty bucks in two weeks. This is your first time being like, awesome. Hey, thanks so much for getting me the fifty. Let's get right back on track, and I'll see you in two weeks. Okay, with the extra, with the with another thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is your second, third time being late. Hey, uh, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Did you tell me before the first, after the first, whatever it is? Like, you know what? Hey, there's a fifty dollar late fee. Yep, and usually it's hey, I'm gonna be I I can only give you nine fifty. I'll give you the fifty in two weeks. Awesome! Don't forget the fifty dollar late fee. Here's the fifty dollar late fee. Great. Like at that point, like you're you're you don't get a second. Sometimes you get a second, but like usually you don't get a third chance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but the first one, this is the first one's yours. The second one's mine, and then we'll figure it out. Like if you're three months in a row. You know, I say, hey, we got to figure something out. What what can I do for you? Like, hey, do you want to pay me five hundred every two weeks? Like, let's get on this track, right? So, like, we'll we'll start getting you onto this track. But yeah, you're you're not getting evicted, right? Like, sure, hey, just let you know. And and how I should do it, how it, how it's going to be done, right? You're going to pay you nine fifty. Great, I'm going to send you the seven day for fifty dollars. So you're going to pay me nine fifty. I'm going to send you the seven days. If you don't pay me on the agreed upon time, I'm going to court right away for the fifty dollars, right? Like, oh, hey. And then the judge is going to go, okay, pay the extra late fee to do this. It's just a guaranteed fucking yeah. thing. Like systems are set in place, right? And it goes back to the Big Mac, baby. You don't fucking make that Big Mac any other way unless specified, right? And and that's what people don't understand is they sit there and they're like, well, you know, if you can't take on that risk, then fuck you. You shouldn't take on that risk. But like you said, a big business is going to come and they're going to take on that risk. And there is no more wiggle room. There is just, this is the way it is. And if you can't deal with it, fuck off. Mm-hmm. It's correct. There's a, so a big business looks at tenants and goes, there's a million of you in the world. Mm-hmm. In the world, a billion, right? In the US, it's millions, right? I, I'd like to know. I don't even know that number anymore. What, it was 330 the, approximately. No, I'm saying of, of how many people how many people rent versus okay. homeowners. Um, you know, but so that, dude, there's uh, there's a person every day looking for a rental, right? Um and so, yeah, the small the small guys are going to do things. Um, okay, so David, right? Mm-hmm. So here's an example. I'm going through one right now. Person has a, a history, right, that um, they would never get approved in a big business place, right? Yeah. Like, hey, you have you have a criminal charge. No, like the small person, right? And how, how old was it, right? All right, it's not like what it's yesterday, it? right? Yeah, so, you know, and and... So tell you, like, I have my stipulations, but, okay, you know what? Your felony's 20 years old. But if you have a felony in a big corporation, you have a felony. Well, again, like you said, it depends on what it is. Well, you know, when I was 18. Not, not, not in a big corporation. It doesn't matter. No, no, I'm saying with yeah. you. Yeah. I was 18 and my girlfriend was 16. All right, well, that that's a big deal to anybody. Anybody, right? Like, But how long ago is that? Well, I'm 38. All right, well, that was 20 years ago. But... 
and say and and if it's a cst mine mine is just no like it's not yeah. gonna happen like plain and simple like and but there's somebody who will take you yeah right? like i'm i'm not gonna it's gonna be hard it's gonna be fucking different like oh you have a you have a domestic violence that's you got out yesterday no nah, i'm sorry i can't do this right like i stole a candy bar because i was hungry right like you know how, oh uh, how long did you well i got 30 days okay yeah. right like and and everything is just hey how how long ago was this kind of mm-hmm. thing right like my my rule is usually I, I kind of follow the bankruptcy rule, like seven years, right? Uh, you you can change within that amount of time to prove that your life is back on track, right? I, usually, honestly, I try to I try to shoot for ten, right? As close to ten as possible, but you know. Um, so I got your numbers. Yeah, in twenty two, eighty four point six million out of a total of one hundred twenty nine point nine million households own their own homes. Forty five point two million households rent. All right, 84.6 out of, out of 129. 129. Okay. You got a calculator or you want me to grab it? Uh, Go ahead. So you have 129.9. So 45 divided, 45.2 divided by 129.9. 45.2 divided by 129.9. 29. 29. 34, 35%. That's how many rent? 35% of Americans rent. So... Right, thirty-five already hundred. We'll go down to thirty-three. One out of every three people rent, mm-hmm. which is right. And so, you have to look at that and say, "Hey, if big business owned everything, we'd all be screwed." Right? You need to have sixty-five percent owned. Yeah, two point seven percent have a second home. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's crazy. I could have swore. Uh, the problem is, is we're from West Michigan and it's many people here have a second home. Right. Cause I mean like the Lake shore and it's a lot of Chicago people that come by our Lake shores and things like that. And so I'm so used to like everybody having a cabin or a cottage well, Everybody right. here, everybody in Grand Rapids has cabins up North for the most exactly. part. Exactly. Right. It seems, seems like you know, growing up, I didn't have any friends that had cabins until I got into my senior year. And I mm-hmm. finally had a friend that had, Hey, come up to my, but it's probably their grandparents looking at it. Right. Oh yeah. And I started getting invited to people's grandparents cabins and yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Like, this is different and you know now it's i don't know now in my group of people it's like everybody has a fucking cabin and i'm like dude you guys are i'm so tired of you people <laughs> like i don't have one right i don't have a I, cabin but i do have a second house it's it's the time it makes me want to feel like i'm got to keep up with the joneses because mm-hmm. i've been looking for one right i've been looking for one for 10 years now um and i just never pulled you had a second place for a while out of sandy pines oh i did yeah i say i never even thought about that as a second home because i just didn't own land or yeah stuff like but that still but, second home yeah i say um never even thought about that so but it's just kind of it's it's different right like i didn't even realize it's that low yeah so all right well we've gone a while yeah i I think we've gotten a lot of good information out of our two mouths gave our feelings and opinions that's fact absolutely did how how did you like your beers from mr benson uh mr benson the gaelic ale uh it's their flagship i'm really sorry for that um not not a fan average beer did average things for me um uh, Asheville's first beer and I'm hoping it's not the last one but it, you know it was eh, lackluster okay right and uh the passion fruit goza was great like that I, really I know you it. really like that one I have two more of those left yeah I said that was man that was good like and there are two different flavor profiles right yeah. like this is gonna hit your palate way and this is you know I if somebody told me they didn't like micro brews i would just hand them this and yeah. just go hey you're not gonna hate this right, right. like it's 
it's and, okay. And, yeah, it's a, it's a fine beer, right? I mean, you, you get to this is a beginner beer of like, hey, or that is a hop, right? Like, yeah. it's more flavor than a than a Bud Light who won't sponsor me. Um, but, they should, but it's you know, it, yeah, it's it's fine. It was I appreciate the beer. It was good. I'm glad I got to try. I love trying new things. So, what so, about you? Uh, both of them good. I I always enjoy the Baja Blast. Yeah, hard. I still have uh, a juice deuce at home of that. Do you? Yeah. So good. And this blueberry is is quite good. It's, yeah. it's more whiny than cider, but I, I like it quite a bit. Good. Um, As always, everybody, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Again, we appreciate you. Uh, we're hoping if you know anybody that's in the, the two things that we talked about tonight, let us know. We, we'd love to have people on. I think next week we're going to talk holiday savings because everybody's buying holiday shit and the Black Friday ads were ass. And... Um, I say Hanukkah starts the seventh. So, Does it? Yeah. See, I should know these things because my father's Jewish, yeah, but I don't so. know shit. I'm a horrible Jew. <laughs> say, Probably because I'm an atheist. The seventh, the seventh through the fifteenth. All so, right. Um, you know, I, I say I celebrate Hanukkah in my own way. Um, you know, everybody says, "Hey, you can't be Jewish and stuff like that." And I'm like, look, I, I of I, religions, I can be Jewish, right? I say, but um, so yeah, I, I, I do, and um, we look forward to that episode i'm very excited for how to teach people to buy eight gifts <laughs> yeah so uh thanks for joining us as always like nick said if you have any contacts at those companies or if you have any show ideas or questions please let us know because we want to answer all of those and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, holiday savings Dialed in to box and brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're gonna want to use the smarts of these stuff. Cause they know the brews, and they know the box, and they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, cause shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.